0: You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
1: Jumbo formation. They were running at a big hole. Who needs a field goal for goal for the end zone? And he's in. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. His fourth of the
2: day. I think it's not just for me, but I know it's a team. We know people gonna come up with their best shot. And like I said, it's the last the last month of football. Every game counts. You know, so right now we're gonna celebrate it on the plane, but we know for a fact we have a another away game, you know, and we know we're gonna it's gonna take everybody all hands in and win this game week by week.
1: Welcome on in Becky Well Daily, presented as always by Fandal Sportsbook Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth. The band is back together after an NFL Sunday in which, well, down was up, up was down. Some favorites came home, some didn't. Kind of an even Steven week. Favorites, dogs, home teams, road teams. We're here to talk about it. Some of our picks did well, some just completely flopped, like the Eagles quarterback yesterday. We got a lot to talk about here. First, let's welcome back. Joel was out last week, uh, and he's he's better
0: now. And he's uh, we Joe. We're happy to have you back. We um we missed you. Uh, I'm thrilled to be back and uh, to be talking about the National Football League. Thanks for everyone for stepping in. Went through the ringer over the last couple of weeks, but hopefully uh, we are in the clear here, and I'm really excited to talk about this. Um, I I don't know if you guys had the same experience that I did. Like Saturday was awesome all day in college football, and we'll, we'll talk about the fallout there. Did you guys find with the three games that went down on Thursday that for the most part, it was boring and it was a long Sunday or, or was that just me like I'm just not completely 100% there and the day wasn't flying by like most Sundays just with a few games off the card and without the, the most compelling matchups. I, I found myself quite bored at times yesterday.
1: I'm with you. I mean, part of it may be that I, I started my day by locking in on the Eagles and Giants. And watch Jalen Hurts play like crap, and I ended my day watching Baker Mayfield and, and Lamar Jackson play like crap. I feel like I watched bad yeah. quarterback play all day yeah. yesterday. So yeah, I I didn't find Week Twelve particularly compelling. I mean, the the Thursday game, the um, the Thanksgiving Dallas Raider game was a wild game, but a lot of penalties. I don't know, Aaron. I'm with Joe. I didn't find yesterday compelling. Now it did change the playoff picture. There's a lot to talk about, but like the games themselves, they weren't great.
2: Yeah, I thought the same thing, and I thought maybe it was because I didn't have a lot of action. <laughs> like, this was the first week I decided not to go crazy on my bets, but I do want to thank you, Joe G. The Jalen Hurts did go over the rushing props, so that came home. Um, but I I didn't go crazy like I normally do with all those tight spreads. I kind of just sat back and watched. So I thought maybe that's why I was a little bit bored. I was like, gosh, I need to, like, be sweating some things out here, and I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. But I guess I didn't miss much.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. J- Joji, I mean, I can start with your Eagles. So uh, going into yesterday, I was alive in three survivor pools, and this was the week that everyone had circled, that if you were to make a deep run, this was the scary, scary week. Yep. And there was some cer- certainly some carnage. So what I ended up doing is, you know, I have different teams available in different Different pools. One of them, one of the three. I did take Philadelphia, and I just, as we got closer and closer to that game, and the more Eagles fans that I, I saw getting puffy chested all over the place, some of them working at Odyssey, I had a funny feeling about that one, and that was the worst version of Jalen Hurts that we have seen to date. Correct? Yes. Oh, he was bad. I mean, he was bad. I mean, look, he, oh. he'll run, he'll run
1: for fifty or seventy-five yards a game, but his throwing yesterday was terrible. Decision making was bad. Usually, he's pretty good protecting the ball. Two picks yesterday were all on him. And then the worst part, now, you had the survivor, right? The the, the the spread, I know you and Paul will get to your contest. That too. <laughs> that was, but that was done pretty early. You kind of could tell they weren't going to win by much. But right. for the survivor or money line, if you were on the Eagles yesterday, that was live. And I'm not excusing Hurts. He's the biggest reason they lost. But he threw two balls into Rager's hands in the last 30 seconds of that game. The kid just dropped him. Like, he stinks. Jalen Rager, first-round pick last year. Had two passes in his hands to win the game. If the Eagles miss the playoffs, play a game or a tiebreaker, which they very well could. They that's that's where they're probably going to lie now, like eight and nine, nine and eight. That's it. Like we're going to look at that game. Like they had that game yesterday. If they just are a little bit better, that was a brutal loss for them. That's just bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think we're going to say that about any team that doesn't make it in the NFC, right? Because you can you can field a team, you can make the playoffs in the NFC. If you have some quality coaching and you're not an extremely dumb team, like you said, you could point to that game. Yes, you can. Absolutely. Division game. But there are some other games this year that the Eagles could have easily won. This is what the bad teams do. They're just going to give games away. They're going to find ways uh, to let the other team in. And it happened once again for Philadelphia. It is these NFC East teams. Once you start to buy in, I guess it's the whole Washington Tonight. I guess it'll win well, tonight. We'll, t- we'll talk about it tonight. I guess it's the whole <laughs> league in general. And this is when Joe G tells me that this is Roger Goodell's league. This is exactly what he wants. I think the whole league sucks. I Honestly, the whole league stinks. And maybe it's what they want. Maybe they, want, they don't want the great team. That's not what I prefer in my sports. Like in, in the NBA, I want that great team to chase. There's no great team. Every single team in this league has a lot of issues. And like... The the two teams that might be best were the two that didn't play. And maybe that's why I was bored out of my mind. Maybe Kansas City and Arizona are the two best teams in the NFL right now.
1: They might be, Aaron. Yeah, we didn't get those two teams yesterday. That, that changed the day. That's a good point.
2: I was going to say one of my takeaways was just the quarterback play. I mean, Lamar looked bad. Baker looked oh. bad. Tom Brady's throwing picks. Like, <laughs> what is going on? The quarterback play wasn't was not that great yesterday across the board it felt like
1: yeah the other thing that we you know we keep looking for who's that great team's going to be right and and maybe the two best teams maybe right they were off the other takeaway from yesterday is the patriots just continue to roll this is i mean they're winning games by 25 points here this doesn't happen in the nfl with a rookie quarterback i believe the last time a rookie quarterback won this many games in a row by this many points was Russell Wilson. And we know what kind of team that Seahawks team went on to be in the coming years, what kind of quarterback he became in the NFL. This Mac Jones train, it is rolling now. And and look, it's not just him. He's not throwing 400 yards a game, but he's doing everything Belichick wants. They're playing defense. They're rushing the passer. They take the ball away. Patriots point differential
0: is number one in the NFL now. Wow. That's remarkable. You told me going into that game, Patriots defense is going to give up 270 yards on the ground with Derrick Henry still injured I said give me Tennessee in the plus seven plus seven and a half and I feel pretty good about it and you're right I mean what else do we have to say well first off Mac Jones for the for the moment right because this league flips so much Uh, but for the moment the offensive rookie of the year is done like there's there's nobody even close to him I mean, well, we Jamar Chase of, has
1: fallen off considerably from that start absolutely. of his own.
0: And we've been talking about that for the last month plus and uh, outright domination by the Bengals. Good job out of them yesterday. And maybe they're in some sort of a, a tier that we didn't think that they could reach this season, but it's Mac Jones all by himself. Like th- there's nobody else that's even close. And, and to my point about the Titans running the ball and, and it's something that we could bring up with your Eagles, Joji, 6.3 yards per carry And all these Colts fans that want to fire Frank Reich today, and they wanted to give Jonathan Taylor the MVP a week ago. Uh, Let's get back to this overarching point in the the NFL. You can run the ball. Cool. Cool. You're not going to win every week. You're not. not. Like, look at all these teams that had a ton of success running the football yesterday. A lot of them ended up with L's. And then the Browns, my God, this offense, we, we know what they do best. They run the football But once they're behind, they're toast. And they can't put points up on the board. And when you're going up against a defense, even though they're not as talented as most years because of injuries, Wink Martindale knows what you're going to do. I mean, good luck. They've scored more than 17 points, Cleveland has, since October 10th. Once! Once! I mean, all these teams that are great at running, oh, we got a great offensive line, great running the football. If you can't get it done with the signal caller, You're done. You have no chance.
2: And that was the healthiest the Browns have been, they were saying, heading into this game. Baker can't throw the ball. You look at his yardage in the passing game. It's horrible. I mean, I think it was Nick Costos was saying, he tweeted, like, I can't wait to see uh, what team Baker's going to be a backup on
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, I was just, he might have conversation. We were having a year ago. Like, where is he going to be one of the top backups in the league? Maybe. Is there a downgrade if they make the switch to Keenum? Like Stefanski's asked about it after the game and he's like flabbergasted. Like, how dare you ask that question? Baker's hurt. And when healthy, I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Who's bad again last night? Just you guys were like,
2: talking about who's the best team in football. Are we going to put some respect on the Packers? Because I think we have to. I mean, they just yeah. keep finding ways to win.
1: And you know what they're going to have? They're now positioning themselves at home field advantage in the NFC playoffs, which is it's gigantic for them. They had it last year. We know what happened at the end, but they were right there to, to win the, the NFC title. They're going to have it. And on the flip side, and we'll get, we're going to put people in jail coming up in about 35 minutes. Good. <laughs> I can't wait to put Rams in jail. Just like people on the well, Rams... I'm done Stafford. I'm done the staff I'm done with Stafford like Safe. this is the whole thing when he got to Los Angeles it was all the Lions fault it was all the Lions fault it's you know what it is it's a combination of Stafford's not great he's good obviously he's a good quarterback he's not great three straight games to pick six. Well, what are we doing here and the other part is McVeigh. McVeigh got no criticism because it was all Jared Goff's fault and Jared Goff's not very good either we know that but like the yeah. same thing's happening the second half of seasons their EPA craters their points per play, yards per play cr- crater like everything craters on them the second half of seasons they're You're turning they're into the good.
2: Raiders
0: <laughs> you don't want to be the Raiders <laughs> I mean every year I know he's the offensive genius but every year when you watch games these late game situations like what is McVeigh thinking right now yep. like I, I I really don't know uh which which side had the better head coach yesterday I mean, I think you could make a case that it was on the Green Bay side instead of the Rams side. And, see, I, I think it's important to underscore what Aaron said there about giving Green Bay some credit here because that's the natural reaction I think most people had. Done with Stafford, done with the Rams. The Rams aren't as good as we think. The, I, at the end of the day, am I going to bet them? Am I going to believe in the Rams to win the title? Absolutely not. But... There is a list of 10 to 12 teams that have a shot at winning the championship. Not uh, one tier, one through four, or five, and then next tier, and then the next tier. No, no, no. It's like a big group. The Rams are still in that group despite losing three consecutive games. Do I have a lot of faith in Matthew Stafford? No. I, I live in the NFC North. I've watched him every time he goes against a winning quarterback. He, he can't get it done. Is he going to go on the road and win multiple games in tough spots And and they're not going to probably have home field the way they're playing right now? Probably not, but they do still have that top-end talent to be in that conversation, one of the, the four or five teams that can come out of the NFC. But, yeah, I, and I understand if you don't want to believe in Stafford, but they keep making these additions. When are they going to be impactful? Von Miller, OBJ, a lot of noise there, a lot of noise behind Stafford. And then oh, well Stafford's injured. Well, of course he's injured. The he's like always injured. Of right. course he's injured. Like, he's had a bad back for years. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. And it's tough for the NFL to put those kind of dream teams together and have a lot of success. The other takeaway I had yesterday was that Niners uh 49ers Vikings game. That was a big one for a lot of purposes. I know you guys had in your contest. I took the Vikings plus the 3 and yeah. Look, this isn't the reason they lost the game, but Joe, you when you were gone did, did I mean look did Paul and I go off the rails a little bit talking about Vikings futures? Did we go off the rails talking about Kirk Cousins winning an MVP? We might have. I mean, we might have gotten. You a little missed the away love
2: fest. It was a straight up love fest. Oh,
0: All I know God. is that when he lined up under guard, I needed you to
2: bring some voice of reason. I felt, I felt ganged up on and outnumbered. For the when record, some people under tried. The
1: guard. All I know is this, when he lined up under the guard yesterday instead oh, of in front of the center. Goodness. I just like what I could bum. hear Jake Hassan playing that highlight. Like I could, I could hear me getting destroyed because of that. Look, he wasn't terrible yesterday. He missed a couple guys, but he lined up under the guard. <laughs> he
0: lined up under this, the guard. I don't even that man. What the hell? It was not a good day for the average quarterback, Joe G. No. It was what? not. And I think I think you need to come into Jesus meeting with that stuff now. Like, the league, come on, man. Like, well, just, let's no. Let's just see who wins no. the Super Bowl. Let's see who wins the Super Bowl first. Oh, oh, oh and then it's going to decide it? Then That's well, going to decide it? Well, my okay, I'll take one of the good ones. One of, you don't need one of the great ones to win a Super Bowl, but obviously they're better. I will say, the Vikings didn't have any de- starting defensive linemen going up right. against that offensive line, that run game. That kind of hurts. Eli Mitchell, I mean, he was 27-133 at a touchdown yesterday. Like, yeah, I mean, but just the Vikings are unbelievable. They've led every game by a touchdown. Everyone. It's like they get off to this great start, and then we get to the middle of the game, and, and they just revert to complete trash again. It's crazy. It's, oh, man, this league is just ridiculous. Like, you feel good about that plus three, plus four. It was plus five early in the game, and then, like, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. Kirk Cousins is going to light up a He's getting everybody lied to. How many misfires yesterday, by the way? All the talent he has on the outside. If you're an average quarterback, you've got to have more production offensively. Mike, I mean, can you miss Jefferson again? Can you please just give the man a chance?
1: Listen, just let us have our fun, all right? He went from 200 to 1 to 60 to 1 to win the MVP last week, and now it's crumbling on everyone, okay? Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawks, with UL Daily, presented as always by Fan, the dual sports will come back. The state of the AFC. The odds to win the conference. We'll hit all that next, right here on the BetQL Network.
0: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.